Now is the chance to use reliable energy to grow your money with the Dominion Energy Reliability Investment. Our new investment product offers competitive returns, no maintenance fees, and flexible online access to your money. Make the reliable investment in reliable energy. The Dominion Energy Reliability Investment. To find out more, go online to reliabilityinvestment.com. That's reliabilityinvestment.com. Welcome to Money Making Conversations. It's the show that shares the secrets of success experienced firsthand by marketing and branding expert Rashawn McDonald. I will know. He's given me advice on many occasions, and in case you didn't notice, I'm not broke. You know he'll be interviewing celebrity CEOs, entrepreneurs, and industry decision makers. It's what he likes to do. It's what he likes to share. Now it's time to hear from my man, Rashawn McDonald. Money Making Conversations. Here we go. Rashawn McDonald, Money Making Conversation. I'm your host. My next guest is celebrating her birthday today. There you go. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> I didn't know that. You go chime right away with the birthday. The birthday shout out. Yeah. My next guest is a motivator, speaker, corporate consultant, and executive coach. She is the NAACP Image Award nominated author for the book, The Sister Accord, 51 Ways to Love Your Sister. She has taken a powerful global platform on sisterhood to now focus on exploring positive relationship within families with her new book, 51 Ways to Love Your Children. Please welcome to Money Making Conversation, the founder, president, and CEO of the Accord Group, Sonia Jackson Miles. Hello. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Hey there, sorority girl. You know, fam, you, <laughs> mother of two, straight out of Cincinnati. Birthday girl. <laughs> oh, no, I can't believe I'm 21 today. And you look beautiful. You look beautiful. And those kids are about to catch you. Everybody, two boys are about to catch you now. So you better, you better start sprinting because they're about to catch you. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. Thank you for being on my show. You're an amazing person. Uh, our relationship started several years ago at the Disney yeah. Dreamers Academy with uh, Steve, and, yeah. Steve Harvey and I founded with the Disney yeah. and we would fly 100 kids uh, from around the country, um, yeah. boys and girls, unlike the, the boys camp we have, which was only featuring uh, males. This camp featured right. boys and girls and uh, parents yeah. could live in both. The right. mother and father could be in the household. And That's it was really right. uh, an That's enlightening right. experience. Uh, tell the people why you did that, the Disney Dreamers Academy. Oh, my gosh. It was, you know, when I first met you, I was an executive at Procter & Gamble. Right. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, just wanted to ensure that I was spending time doing the things that brought me joy. As executives and leaders, a lot of times we don't even know what brings us joy. Mm -hmm. And so I wanted to make sure that I could participate in a program that really aligned with my core values. And when um, the leaders over at Essence said, hey, we have something that we think the sister accord would fit very nicely into, uh, I said, sign me up, you know, after <laughs> I heard about what you all were doing. It mm -hmm. was such, and it is such an amazing program that's transforming the lives of the parents and the students. Before we get into uh, the... 51 Ways to Love Your your Children. And I, and I want to mm -hmm. tell everybody, this book is like a, you know, it's a, it's a uh, you're watching online, I'm holding it up. Um, this book is like a, um, it should be on my table. So this is what mm -hmm. I'm requesting. <laughs> I need a bigger version of this book, and I'm willing to pay whatever that charge is because the pictures are amazing, 
And I hope, mm. hopefully you're posting some of the, the, the motivational quotes or the quotes along with the photos online. And if you do, let me, yes. know, so, let me know so I can share them on my Facebook page because they're, okay. they're, they're so personable, they're so incredible, and they're so inspiring. And, that's, and it's all tied to your children. I have a 21-year-old daughter. You know, I don't care what I'm doing, what, I'm, what business meeting I'm in. When she calls, I pick up the phone because wow. I know she had a point in her life where I don't want you know, her making a decision because the reason she calls, she calls yeah. me for a reason. No, she's just going to start with, she's going to call with, love your dad, but there's a reason she's calling me. <laughs> and I always right. go, what you, what you need, baby girl? And uh, and so that's why I really love this book that you're putting out because I know children are the key. And when I see situations yeah. with children that don't go well, you know, where children yeah. are being abused, I always say, they didn't yeah. ask to be here. That's these, right. These children That's didn't right. ask to be here. They're blank slates. All they know is instant yeah. love. All they want is to, to 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 get what you can teach them, and they hold on to those values and those those right. those moments that you share with them emotionally. And um, mm-hmm. that's why love is real big on her book, ladies and gentlemen. It's real big. It's, oh, it's yeah. like Valentine's love on this book. It's that yeah. big. It's in red. <laughs> so before we get into the book, let's talk a little about employee engagement. Uh, that you yeah. do in your consultancy, uh, which is the Sister Accord, uh, DBA, the Accord Group, uh, employment, yeah. enga- employment, employee engagement, and team building. <clears throat> yes. Well, there are statistics. Now, I'm going to blow you away with this one. <laughs> or you, you probably already know this. But, um, you know, research shows that up to 85 to 90% in, in the U.S. of employees in a company are disengaged. Mm-hmm. Did you hear? Did you hear that? Absolutely. And I believe that. 85 to 90 percent. I mean, think about why you can't meet your profitability targets. Think about why your efficiency isn't there and your productivity if employees are disengaged. And so I spend a lot of time with companies um, helping them understand the kinds of cultures uh, that they can establish to really engage employees, have people understand what their role is in the company. Uh, very clearly, because believe it or not, a lot of times people aren't really clear about their roles, but give people some opportunities and some tools to really bring their gifts to the table, be engaged. Loneliness in the workplace is real, Mm -hmm. particularly if you think differently uh, than your colleagues or your boss or you you look differently. It can be uh, a very lonely place. And so employee engagement just is about getting these cultures right so that everyone can win and everyone can be engaged, all hands on deck. And then uh, team building. Uh, I spend a lot of time with my Great Leaders Have Great Relationships series where I am talking about how teams can come together across the company. It was interesting that you were talking about disengagement. I had a very talented uh, entrepreneur on the, phone, on the show, came in my studio live. He has a book called Leader Farming. Well, his book is about mm-hmm. trying to cultivate, uh, you know, play on words, farming, farming mm-hmm. leaders, developing leaders. And in that mm-hmm. book, he was saying, and he, he's a franchise owner for Chick-fil-A. And he was talking about, uh-huh. he was talking about the millennial population because their whole, that's what this whole book is about, trying to engage this population because this is a population that says, you will work for me. Okay. <laughs> you yeah. know, I, I'm an entrepreneur. You will work for me. So they, they really struggle with this whole loyalty yeah. and how long I'm going to be oh, yeah. here or how long oh, I yeah. should be there at this job because this is not a long term. I'm not here at this location to mm-hmm. get the gold watch. I'm here mm-hmm. to like sustain a level of income, get my mm-hmm. real goal 
in perspective and get out. And he said mm-hmm. that the, the struggle is trying to get that that, that mentality that uh, mm-hmm. I'm, not, I'm only here short term, maybe through college, maybe mm-hmm. just six months till I get my feet right and I get this app mm-hmm. up and rolling or get this whole right. idea and digital that I'm trying to put out there rolling because social media has changed that, flat fo- that platform of engagement because you have people out there who have developed their own brands that you've hired. That's right. And they feel that their brand is really more important than you hiring them. (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. And I spend a lot of time with millennials because, you know, I told you I'm 21, right? And so I, uh, you know, I spend a lot of time with them. I understand them. And I wish that I had, my generation had a little more of, of how they think about things because we just accepted stuff. It could have been raggedy and ratchet. But we still accept it. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Now tell <laughs> us about so the I, I like that. Now tell us about mm-hmm. the fifty one ways to love your children. Why did you write this book? Well, it's interesting. So um one of my programs that has been incorporated into Disney Dreamers Academy is my dreamwalking program. Mm-hmm. And dreamwalking is uh, my attempt at uh solving, helping people overcome dream phobia. Now I created the word dream phobia. So uh, mm-hmm. the definition is, um, you know, the ridiculous and absurd fear of playing full out in life because you are more concerned with staying small to please other people or staying or playing it safe to please yourself. I was a playing it safe kind of girl for many years. Mm-hmm. And so I wanted to help people understand the process of how I brought my dream to life, taking my dream from my heart to my head to my hands and to my feet. And so dreamwalking um, was, a, uh, you know, a big part of, it is a big part of Disney uh, Dream Academy and for my consultancy. And I wanted to really address the things that are dream killers, that get in the way of people really operating in what they've been called and created to do. And that's um, what 51 Ways to Love Your Children is all about. A lot of the stuff, that we carry as adults happen to us in childhood. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times parents don't even realize it. It's mm-hmm. what they say and what they don't say. It's what they do and what they don't do. And so I wanted to start a conversation about how we must invest in love and take care of our children because in so many instances, if you turn on the news, you'll see the opposite happening. Our children are dying at the hands of their parents. They're being abused, neglected. And so I wanted to use my voice and my platform to really talk about what we were going to do about it. And it's important that you did it. Here's a statement that I love about the book. Throughout the book, is uh, first of all, the photos are so emotionally charged oh, in a good way. They're so colorful. I told you that when I saw you in person. I went to yeah. this book. I went, okay, I love wow. this book. <laughs> and then you have little sections where you can just write notes. And that's the part exactly. she's talking about when you get memories. What were you doing when you were, were a teenager? What do you remember about your childhood? So you can implement these, these emotional or these memories into raising your child today. Uh, what, thing, what, 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 what failed you? You, you felt failed you that you can fix. Because I have a statement I always tell people that what you learn in your 20s. I always tell people you want to know about your life and you want to plan your future. I always feel you have to look back in your past. That's a defining mm-hmm. moment in your path that mm-hmm. allows you to move forward. But if you set up mm-hmm. and say, I'm going to figure it out right now, I don't think you can have long-term success. So I tell mm-hmm. people, what you learn in your 20s, whatever you skill you learn in your 20s, 
is what you're going to be making money with in your 40s and 50s. That 30-year 30 30 period of growth is about gaining that experience so you can make money. Mm -hmm. So when I read this yeah. book and I was able to see those little chapters or those markings that mm -hmm. said, hey, write something about what happened to you. I went, mm -hmm. she's got it. She understands it. And this, this is something. I just need a bigger version. I'm just telling you right now. All right, brother. We're going to make it happen. I, 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 you know, I'm a, I, I write that check. I, seriously, because this book is so beautiful. Because I got this giant book with Will Smith, all these celebrities. These are everyday people. And when you walk into my home, I would love to be able to put a big version of this book next to it because these are everyday people talking about loving yeah. their children, experiencing yeah. their lifestyle in a very relatable fashion. Tell us where we, yeah. where we can get the book. Tell us about where we can get the book before we get out of here. So uh, right now, um, we you can purchase the book online on my website. Yes, ma'am. Sonia, S-O-N-I-A, Jackson, mm -hmm. Miles, M-Y-L-E-S dot com. Mm -hmm. And we're getting ready to uh, put it up on iTunes, and uh, it will be on Amazon, um, it will be, we'll go back to Barnes and Noble, just like we did uh, before, barnesandnoble.com. So we are filling the pipeline and, um, getting ready for all of our sales. And we, we already have a school district who has said that they're going to give it to the parents. So I'm like over here screaming. Make what a birthday gift, right? That was a big <laughs> birthday girl, fam, you birthday girl, AKA yes. birthday girl, mom's yes. birthday girl. Keep winning. Sonia, I Thank love you. you. You know that. Love you. Talk Thank soon. you so much. I appreciate you. We'll be right back with more from Rashawn McDonald and Money Making Conversations. Don't touch that guy. When I was an FBI agent, I was aware of home title fraud. There was little we could do to stop it. Now there's home title lock. This online bank was foreclosing on us. They even had documents that I signed for a home equity loan, only I didn't. What a nightmare. I didn't have home title lock then, but you bet I have it now. Your home's title is online where international thieves can find it. They'll forge your title, take out loans using your equity, or sell your home outright. Identity theft programs and insurance don't protect you. For just pennies a day, Home Title Lock protects my most valuable asset, my home. As a police officer, I've seen what home title fraud does to victims. So I registered for Home Title Lock, and when I did, I discovered some thief had already taken me off my home's title. Thank God I found out in time. Register now for a free analysis and discover if your home's title has been compromised. That's a $60 value free. Visit HomeTitleLock.com. HomeTitleLock.com. Let me tell you about the host of Money Making Conversations, Rashawn McDonald. He's a social media influencer. 80% of his 700,000 plus social media followers are female. He's a two-time Emmy Award winner, three-time NAACP Image Award winner, sitcom writer, stand-up comic, former IBM executive, and has a degree in mathematics. More importantly, Rashawn McDonald will use his business and celebrity relationships to empower small businesses with information to succeed. We're back, continuing with the greatness of money-making conversation. My next guest was born and raised in Rhode Island, majored in chemistry at the University of Virginia, and moved to Houston, Texas 14 years ago to pursue a medical equipment sales representative career. That was back then. She was raised in the family because when I got her bio, you know, I, I, I was really moved by uh, her honesty. She was raised in a family where they did not have a lot of money, 
but they were never aware of it as kids. That's very similar to my background. Her dad made $26,000 a year, and her mom stayed at home with her two brothers. I had six sisters and two brothers. She worked in science labs at university at the University of Virginia and Brown University and, ha- and has had a job since she was 10 years old. That was a paper route. She has been called a positivity enthusiast. I mean, I only met this young lady one time. And she's always she's impacted me personally. Uh, please welcome to Money Making Conversation, the founder and CEO of Sale Lifestyle and author of the ebook Seven Secrets to Startup Success. Please welcome Megan Eddings. Wow, what an introduction. Thank you so much, Rashawn. Good morning to you. Wow, I'm like, who is that person? Oh, wait, that's me. Well, you know, the thing about it is that uh, when I when I when I set up interviews, I like for people to know there's a story behind them there's a journey to the conversation we're about to have on money making conversations and um before we get started please let everybody know how did megan come into rashawn mcdonald's life yeah you know i always say you never know when you're going to meet someone who's going to change your life uh i was in the male uh mayor sylvester turner's liftoff uh new business competition last year and i made it to the finals and i was on stage and made it to the finals and you were actually the uh the moderator, the host, and uh, the comedian of the event. Mm-hmm. And that's how, yeah, we first met. And then you were gracious enough to have the winners on your uh, on your money-making conversation show the following week. Yes. And uh, did you win any money? I sure did. I won $10,000 uh, for Best New Product in Houston and $500 for Fan Favorite. <laughs> you know, the, the great thing about it is that... Uh, Tell me, tell us, everybody, because your product was still in the, uh, would I, could I say development stage? And tell everybody about your product. Yeah, for sure, for sure it was. I've definitely come a long way since last November. But essentially, I was tired of throwing away my husband's workout clothes about three years ago uh, because they stunk. And obviously, pretty much almost everyone has this problem. So with my science background, I decided to create fabric that basically keeps you smelling and feeling fresher longer. And, um, yeah, as, actually, since we last spoke, the fabric's now patent pending in 120 countries. And, uh, yeah, still, it's beyond the development stage, but I'm um, still working on it. So it's workout clothes that don't stink. <laughs> well, that's important to know. Now, how can one walk through that wall of fear or that emotional block of fear? I always call it a stop sign. That stop sign sits in front of your face every time you wake up in the morning. And it's called fear, fear of change, fear of not being able to see what I want to do next. Man, you're exactly right. And so when I was leaving or thinking of leaving my corporate job, that I, I literally would have crippling moments for like a split second of fear. Like, Megan, you can't start your own company. So we all have this negative chatter that, you know, happens in our head. And some of us are able to, I guess, handle it better than others. And so I actually turned to a lot of podcasts, um, which is funny you mentioned Sarah Blakely earlier, because that was a podcast that I turned to read a bunch of books, and everything mentions the word fear. So I said, all right, it's not just me. So the first thing I tell everybody is you're not alone. Everybody has fear, whether you make $5,000 a year or you're Bill Gates. I mean, everybody has fear. It's how you mentally channel that fear to kind of keep pushing forward. So I remember I read it. I wish I remember what book I read it in, but it said something like, if you really think about it, whatever you're fearful of, like, oh, I don't have the knowledge, I don't have the money, you know, whatever you're fearful of, fearful of in life, whether it's business or not, 99 times out of 100, whatever you're fearful of doesn't even happen. So the fear is kind of just conjured up in your head, and you're giving yourself your own roadblocks pretty much because your ego wants to keep you where you are. But I tell everyone, we all have fear. You're not alone. 
So just kind of push that fear aside and just start taking small steps each day. You don't have to quit your job overnight, but just kind of keep taking small steps, and eventually it becomes easier, and the fear kind of dissipates. Now, with that being said, Miss Enthusiastic, Miss, <laughs> Miss you know, Positivity, because my story was very similar. Okay, I worked at IBM. My degree is in mathematics, and very successful. People felt I was right on, right where I was supposed to be, and I told them, "Hey, uh, I want to be a comedian. I'm gonna resign to be a comedian. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna walk away from this world that everybody told me I need to be, a, I need to continue in." And when I made the decision, I made the decision one year prior to leaving IBM, and um, I, I remember I was, I was, uh, I was crying. I was had tears in my eyes because even though this, I knew this was right for me. I didn't really know the future. Now at IBM, I kind of figured if I go to work every day, five days a week, I was going to get my vacation time, going to get my sick days. I had medical benefits. What I invested in my stock portfolio, they match. So that was pretty clean. That's pretty clean. You know, you, you, can, you can understand those rules. But when you say you want to walk away from that to, to the unknown, do you, what do you do with your medical benefits? How do you get that? Okay, I, I went Cobra, so that calmed me down. Okay, I had to, you know, I, I, I didn't have two for one, so my retirement went away. And so, okay, what is a 40 hour work week when you're working for yourself? I had to figure that yeah. out. That was the key yeah. right there. What is a 40 hour work week when you're working for yourself? That's where the fear comes in. And that's when I had to establish lanes of discipline for myself, where I had to set the same rules that a 40 hour week job set for me when I worked 40 hours a week. I got up the same time every day. I made a commitment to be doing something at a scheduled time every day, which I do. And so once I started putting that in place, then all of a sudden I started moving forward in a more positive and much more controlled environment because guess what? I have rules in place about how to be successful and rules in place about how I can extend this opportunity by prop- through proper planning. That a lot enabled me to overcome my fear, Megan. Oh, yeah, and actually, I'm laughing. I mean, to go from a successful career at IBM with a math degree to a comedian, I mean, that I'm sure you had fear, and I'm sure some of the people even closest to you in your own life thought you were nuts for doing it. Absolutely, um, absolutely. But, but, you know, but you know, yeah. they'd see me on TV, they'd see the names and credits, you know, but they always knew it was going to happen. Yeah. They always knew yeah. I made it. But I didn't even know. I'm just letting everybody know. I didn't even know. But I knew that working where I was at was not going to satisfy me. I could see the end of the road. I could see I could see that darkness and I could see the light coming at the end of the tunnel. So I knew I could see it when I became an entertainer. There was no light at the end of the tunnel tunnel, but there was also no point of saying I should go in any direction. So for the first time in my life, I said, you know, something? I'm going to take advantage of every talent that God gave me with no restrictions. And that's what when you work a 40 hour job, it will restrict you because you're only going to do what they allow you to do. So that's what locks people in. That's why entrepreneurship is so big nowadays because it's designed to you being able to do what you feel comfortable doing. I look at people all the time and tell them, if you're afraid of being successful, and my number one quote is, stop reading success stories and start mm-hmm. writing your own success story. That's very mm-hmm. important to understand. And so when I, when I wanted you to come on the show, I just felt your story was, was every day. 
it was an everyday story. Your life, how you grew up was an everyday story. Just an ordinary family. Just an ordinary young lady who went to college, got a degree like you're supposed to, and you, but you weren't fearless. You saw an opportunity in Houston, way away from the East Coast. You came down here, not being afraid to relocate. And then all of a sudden, when that ultimate, ultimate test of what you want to do with your life, you say, you know something? I want to be an entrepreneur. That's why you wrote that book. And that's why that's you should right. read that book. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, and, you know, and I tell everyone, when you start your own job, you know, number one, what's that quote that someone says, like, you know, entrepreneurs work 80 hours a week for themselves. They don't have to work 40 hours a week for someone else. <laughs> I'm like, so true, so true. But, you know, if you're successful in your day job like you were, you already had the tools, you know, to be successful. You just had to tap into new tools to be successful. What kind of different tools-ish? But you had the hustle because, you know, it was already in you. Um but yeah, entrepreneurs entrepreneurs today versus probably, I don't know, 20 years ago, but mm-hmm. I'm not going to say it's easier, but there definitely are easier things. The one thing I found glaringly when I started this journey are the amount of people, just like yourself, Rashawn, that want to help. I mean, people truly want to help, so it's important to surround yourself with that positive, you know, positive community, people that have done it before you, and uh, you'll be amazed that you're not, you know, you're not in it alone if you just kind of put yourself out there. Yeah, you send a question. You know, kind of, you know I ask my guests always sending questions and statements they like for me to ask them. One that stood up, you said, your belief is that one person can change the world. Talk to mm-hmm. me, Megan. Oh, man. I say that all the time. I mean, we've all read stories, you know, et cetera, et cetera, about, you know, one person literally who's changed the world. But I believe one person can because everyone has, everyone has something or multiple things that they are, you know, passionate about. And my, my personal thing, and I believe everyone needs to have or not needs to have, but should have the legacy they want to leave because we are all going to meet our maker someday. And when someone's standing up there giving your eulogy, you know, what is the one thing that you want people to say about you? What is the legacy you want to leave? And kind of once you know that legacy, every decision for the rest of your life should be pretty easy. And the legacy that I personally want to leave is to bring joy and positivity and to touch people's lives in a positive way. Um, you know, because of the way our world is going, you know, it's a lot of negativity being shown on the media, a lot of things we're reading, a lot of things happening that, that shouldn't be happening. So, People need a dose of positivity in their life and let them know that someone has their back day in and day out. And through Excel Lifestyle and the mission and movement for positive change I want to create with my apparel line, I hope to be that positive change. You are so good, Megan Eden. You're good. <laughs> You're really good. Uh, she's uh, from Rhode Island, made her way through the Virginia lands and landed in Houston, Texas. Excel Lifestyle, author, ebook, Seven Secrets to Stand Up Success. You keep winning, girl. Because I love you. Thanks, Rashawn. Thank you. Love you, too. Talk soon. We'll be right back with more from Rashawn McDonald and Money Making Conversations. Don't touch that dial. When I was an FBI agent, I was aware of home title fraud. There was little we could do to stop it. Now there's home title lock. This online bank was foreclosing on us. They even had documents that I signed for a home equity loan, only I didn't. What a nightmare. I didn't have home title lock then, but you bet I have it now. 
Your home's title is online where international thieves can find it. They'll forge your title, take out loans using your equity, or sell your home outright. Identity theft programs and insurance don't protect you. For just pennies a day, Home Title Lock protects my most valuable asset, my home. As a police officer, I've seen what home title fraud does to victims. So I registered for Home Title Lock, and when I did, I discovered some thief had already taken me off my home's title. Thank God I found out in time. Register now for a free analysis and discover if your home's title has been compromised. That's a $60 value free. Visit HomeTitleLock.com. HomeTitleLock.com. This is Rashawn McDonald, host of Money Making Conversations. You say to yourself, who calls Rashawn's show? Please welcome to Money Making Conversations, Bishop T.D. Jakes. So many people are going in business because they have a talent. They have the talent, but they don't have the terms. And the terms helps you to be able to escalate the talent because then you can craft the business model to protect you because business is a jungle. Every Monday, you can hear me live on Money Making Conversation from 10 a.m. to noon on Biz 1190. My next guest, oh, I got a lot to say about this young man. He's a comedian, actor, director, television producer, filmmaker. He rose to fame with the critically acclaimed film Hollywood Shuffle, a satire depicting the trials and tribulations of black actors in Hollywood. He has a new documentary film out, Making the Five Heartbeats, about his journey to making the blockbuster iconic film The Five Heartbeats. Please welcome to Money Making Conversation, the incredible Robert Townsend. Thank you so much for having me, Rashawn. <laughs> What's up, baby boy? Handle your business. Handle your business. Hey, Robert, let's, let's, let's just go. Just got to know how much I love him. When I, you know when you, you know how important he is to my career. This is the first time, and every time I see him, I always hug him and say, hey, man, you know you're the reason I'm where I'm at today. <laughs> he said, stop it, Rashawn, stop it. And I can be, don't laugh this off now because he knows, because what happened was in 19, uh, when I finished doing Steve's show, Me and the Boys and ABC, I was I didn't have no agency. I just, I was just out there just basically wilding out in the LA. You know, I was a comedian and uh he hired me on his very popular WB show, The Parenthood, as a writer. If he does not hire me as a writer, I have no foothold in the writing business because he knows how difficult it is for African American writers to even especially back then, to even yes, get an opportunity yes, to the write. And I always look at him and I thank him. I said, Man, thank you, brother, because I wouldn't be interviewing him right now because that's his that's his MO though. He gives people an opportunity, and that's why he's had such longevity and such positivity in this business. And that's why I'm happy to have you on my show, man, just to, to help you out. Help well, your thank brand. you so much. I, I just want to get this word out about the documentary, but 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 here's the thing. You know, because, you know, you are the architect of designing and creating and building on stuff from a business per- perspective on the way down. So my whole thing is... Uh, this is my new documentary. It's about the five heartbeats. People, you know, over the years love the five heartbeats. Over 200 million clips have been shared worldwide wow. from this film. Mm-hmm. And so people ask me all the time about doing a sequel or something like that. I could never figure it out. Mm-hmm. But sometimes the stories behind the scenes are more, you know, exciting sometimes than the movie. And this documentary is a roller coaster ride about how I made the five heartbeats. 
I saw close to 10,000 actors in open calls to, to, to decide wow. on the four guys <laughs> that would be in the film. Mm-hmm. It is my journey with the Temptations because a lot of people don't know that, you know, initially they think it's the Dales, they think it's the Temptations. In the documentary, I set the record straight, but it's a roller coaster ride, and it's like having a front row seat on the set watching this movie be made. And so I'm really proud of it, and it's one night only, Fathom Events. If they want to get tickets, they can Google robertownsend.com, Making the Five Heartbeats, but I'm just excited to talk to you. So thank, thank you again for having me. Okay, cool. We're going to talk about a lot, though. This, you, can slow, you can slow down the energy because you're not getting <laughs> off the air. I, I got you for a minute. I got my man, Robert Townsend. So you know, I know you've been doing a lot of quick stuff. I can hear that little quick tone. Thank you. Bye. No, 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 Robert. I know, man. I didn't know you. <laughs> no, with you. You're not going anywhere, my friend, because we got to talk about this and go more detail, but also that career, man, that, that has really influenced so many people today. But I want to let you know about what Rashawn McDonald is doing right now for Robert Townsend. You know, I got the link and I got the, uh, the, the social media post. It's on all my money-making conversation platforms, which Thank is uh, Facebook, which is Twitter, which is Instagram. It's going up on all my uh, – that's on uh, That's already updated. The, the, today also it will be updated on my Rashawn McDonald fan club, which is on which Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, you know. And so with that being said, it's all, I got almost a million followers. So believe me, my friend – I'm doing my part, and guess what? I'm putting boost. I'm buying some boost on these posts <laughs> so we can just get it out even further. Because, you know, sometimes they just sit there. Put that boost on there, brother, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. Because Thank that's what you. we're supposed to do, Robert. That's what we're supposed to do, man. We're supposed to be a friend, you know. And, 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 and that's why social media is a big game changer when we're out there trying to get our brands out there. And the only way it's going to happen. So when they call me and say, hey, Robert Townsend, uh, Wants to know, you know, people trying to get different media outlets. I say, come on, really, Robert Townsend? Okay, yeah. <laughs> we booting somebody off the Monday show. We booting somebody <laughs> off the Monday show. <laughs> thank you, my brother. I love you, man. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And so, and so, let's talk about this, Robert. You know, about the the five heartbeat because my program director he went, that's my favorite movie. That's my favorite movie. And so, why is it? What? And then both of them, they, my project manager, she's raised up her finger. That's my favorite movie too. So, uh, you, you know, I think people love the Five Heartbeats because there's some some themes in that film that I think resonate with a lot of people. You know, it's the rags to riches story, it's friendship, it's forgiveness, and at the end of the day, it's family. The five guys are at that you know barbecue together, and they're still friends, and they're still with their women after all those years. And so, I think it really gives people hope. And, you know, and Eddie King Jr., his story, you know, to go from, you know, being a drug addict and kicked out of the group to finding God and getting his salvation, I think all of those things resonate with the audience. I know he got kicked out because, you know, he was looking good, had all the women, he had the voice, all the women. Were, that, I, that's my favorite character. Because it wasn't, it wasn't too far away from the real dude. <laughs> uh, well, you know, here, here's the thing. In the, in the documentary, I talk about meeting uh, uh, David Ruffin mm-hmm. and, and talk about, you know, how David Ruffin really influenced me. And Absolutely. I met with him. And when I met with him, he was strung out. And I told Keenan, I said, Keenan, because Keenan co-wrote the script with me, mm-hmm. I said to Keenan, I said, man, we got to help this brother. Let's still make him technical advisor, but we're going to get him in rehab, and we're going you know, to pay for it. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, it, it didn't happen because he passed away. Right. But it right. was just, 
you know, so so the documentary is really the journey, you know, because it's my love of Motown and Detroit, and I'm from Chicago, but it's all that great music. And so, you know, it's really a, I think it's a beautiful journey of an artist, you know, and I don't think there's ever been a documentary about a film, a black filmmaker who tells his story and tells, and tells it honest. And tells it with this level of passion. So you got this idea, and you're in 500 theaters. How do you get your idea to 500 theaters? And then on one particular night, which means it's an event. This is an event tonight, everybody. This is an event. You're, you're part of something special and something unique. How did that come about? Well, well, you know, the thing for me, you know, I know your show is about business and being an entrepreneur, mm -hmm. and I understood that there's an audience out there that loves the five heartbeats. So I went to Fathom Events, and I pitched my vision because they haven't done a whole lot of events, you know, surrounding content for African Americans. Mm -hmm. So this was the first time, and I just kind of looked in a, at a lane and said, hey, I think there's a big audience for this, and, I, you know, I want to see and test the frequency. I think we can make some money on it and um, they I did the numbers and broke down my PowerPoint how many markets how many times it, it, it plays on television the the Twitter followers the Instagram followers mm -hmm. and people they they heard the pitch and they said wow we've never done anything like this mm -hmm. and then they saw the documentary and then once I I posted one time I think we got close to a half a million people that were engaged wow. with one post so then it's just been growing and growing and growing and just getting the word out. So I think as an entrepreneur, you know, you got to find a lane, you got to look at the lane, and mm -hmm. then, you know, you take a piece of content like the Five Heartbeats and say there is still an audience for this film, and, and, and it all just kind of lined up. They saw the vision, and uh, I think the documentary is really good, and I'm excited for people to see it. Robert, I'm going to tell you something. You, you amaze me, man. Um, uh when I look at my life, you played so many important roles before I knew you. Because here's something really interesting. When the Hollywood Shuffle came out, I was doing radio in Houston, Texas. And he had a, an assistant who I still love today, Charlie Jordan. She was on my show. And I contacted Charlie Jordan. I said, this movie, I love this movie. What can I do to help promote this movie? Because you just struck a nerve. You, you know, you struck a nerve back then. You struck a nerve today. How you because you, you know how to connect emotionally with your fan base. That's a gift. Talk to me about that. You know, love what I do and I love my craft. And so when people look at something that I've created, I've gone through at least 15, 20 rewrites on mm -hmm. any. If you if you look at the five heartbeats or meteor man or. Uh, working on stuff like Baps with Halle Berry or Holiday Hard with Ving Rames and Alfre Woodard, I, I really take time to really develop the material and make sure it's right. And uh, I, I won't stop until I find I get perfection. So you know, I, I, I believe in I believe to me in life and business and anything in life, you got to go the extra mile. So I think when people see anything I create, they know I've gone the extra mile. Okay, it's the twenty-five years Meteor Man. Okay. Yes, sir. I saw this movie. Been a fan. Been a super fan of this movie. <laughs> I'm going, why isn't this show Disney? Why isn't this show now today? I've said, why isn't this show on Amazon Prime or Netflix? Robert, well, think, please help me with this show. I love this show, Meteor Man. Well, you see, you speak in life right now, so it's probably going to happen, you know, because I've, you know, here's the thing. I never have repeated myself. Yes, sir. Everything I've ever created was unique and different. This is the first time with this documentary on the five heartbeats that I'm revisiting any kind of body of work that I've created. So I, I think that 
Um, you know, I, I may do a reboot of, of Meteor Man. Got but there's to. so many. Got to. There's, there's so many ideas in my brain that I'm trying to get out. You know, that I'm getting out. I'm not trying, but getting out. And I think that right now, that that's kind of where my head is at. Just creating new art. Well, I'm gonna tell you something. Um, this is the first black superhero family. With Meteor Man. If you haven't saw, if you have not seen this movie, please watch this movie. It's very entertaining. Still very super relevant today. It was Black Panther before <laughs> Black Panther. Let's go and be real. It's going to be real. And, and there's a lot of famous people in this. A lot of famous voiceovers in there. Chris Tucker, name one. Uh, it was voicing a lot of things in that. It's it, it very open. That, I haven't seen the movie in years, and I still remember how impactful that movie is because three movies this young man has done. I say young, Robert Townsend. <laughs> uh, Hollywood Shuffle made an impact on Rashad's life. Wanted to, I wanted, uh, he, he made me want to be a promoter because I was trying to find him so I could promote his product. Okay, Then he comes back with, Meteor Man, when I was writing on the show, that's when it came out. You know what I'm saying? And so I was like, wow, this is so, you know, this is good storytelling because it was so relatable about an actual family that was superheroes. That, but, but they had these skills, but they still had to deal with the family issues, which is kind of like Black Lightning is today. I'm just letting you know, these sh- he's, he's done it. And everybody's kind of like replicating what he's done. His show oh, now man. is really Black Lightning, okay? Meteor Man. Okay? <laughs> Well, that, no, no, you talk about Up, Up, and Away on Disney. Up, Up, and Away, I had the superhero family. Meteor Man was me with my powers by myself. Oh, that's, right, up, that's, up, right, that's right, that's right, that's right. Up, Up, and Away. Up, and Away. Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. I apologize. I apologize. No, up, no, all, all good, all good. But, but you know what? They got me getting ready to go on television. I'm going to have to walk out of here. I just got to give you heads up because I'm doing KTLA in oh, two okay, seconds. Oh, okay, 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 cool. When you, when you, don't worry. Just talk to me about you. Did a, you directed the second episode of Love Is... And, uh, Love you, is for Oprah's network, and we just got picked up for another season. It's created by the, the amazing Mara Brock Akil, and uh, I, I just had it, it. It'll make you fall in love if you haven't seen the show. It's it's about her her relationship with her husband, and it's it's freaking amazing. And then, uh, I, as a matter of fact, I'm reoccurring, doing a reoccurring character on Black Lightning, and I'm directing one of the episodes. <laughs> so See? your instincts are right again, Rashad. So okay. it's it's like lovely, lovely. Okay, so, so you. You re- you recently given the Icon Award, Motion Picture Association of America, Icon Talks. Talk to us about that before you get out of here. Well, you know, the thing is that uh, this organization, you know, was honoring different people. They honored, you know, I just felt really honored because, you know, the highest, because Harry Belafonte was honored the same time with me. So it was just, you know, my body of work. Uh, I shared the evening with them, but I just felt like I still got a lot of work to do. Like when you say young man, I still feel feel really young. Like Black, Inter- Black Enterprise gave me an award, a, 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 an Icon Award the other, you know, like a few months back with John Lewis. And I was like, I can't be in the room with John Lewis. This man is still <laughs> fighting the good fight. So I got to step up on my game and, and do a lot of work. But but I just want to say thank you for taking all this time. I don't mean to rush. They got running me into the th- studio okay. now. Go but I just want to say... To, to today, I just want to uh, let the fans know, if you're a fan of the Five Heartbeats, go to the theaters today, one night only. It is Making the Five Heartbeats, and you won't be disappointed. It's a beautiful journey with a filmmaker and how I made that movie, the ups and downs, and it will inspire you. And if you're just an entrepreneur, because I know that's what this show is about, mm-hmm. you'll see you know, a muscle being used like never before to create something out of nothing. Robert so Townsend. thank you. Thank you so much for having me, my brother. Uh, uh, I will talk me, with you. Let me keep promoting. Do your thing. KTLA, tell everybody hi. We'll be right back with more 
from Rashawn McDonald and Money Making Conversations. Don't touch that dial. When I was an FBI agent, I was aware of home title fraud. There was little we could do to stop it. Now there's home title lock. This online bank was foreclosing on us. They even had documents that I signed for a home equity loan, only I didn't. What a nightmare. I didn't have home title lock then, but you bet I have it now. Your home's title is online where international thieves can find it. They'll forge your title, take out loans using your equity, or sell your home outright. Identity theft programs and insurance don't protect you. For just pennies a day, Home Title Lock protects my most valuable asset, my home. As a police officer, I've seen what home title fraud does to victims. So I registered for Home Title Lock, and when I did, I discovered some thief had already taken me off my home's title. Thank God I found out in time. Register now for a free analysis and discover if your home's title has been compromised. That's a $60 value free. Visit HomeTitleLock.com. HomeTitleLock.com. Let me tell you about the host of Money Making Conversations, Rashawn McDonald. He's a social media influencer. 80% of his 700,000 plus social media followers are female. He's a two-time Emmy Award winner, three-time NAACP Image Award winner, sitcom writer, stand-up comic, former IBM executive, and has a degree in mathematics. More importantly, Rashawn McDonald will use his business and celebrity relationships to empower small businesses with information to succeed. As host of Money Making Conversations, Rashawn McDonald is uniquely positioned to provide a step-by-step, easy-to-understand blueprint that drives listeners to realize their dreams and aspirations. Until you do the business plan or incorporate or actually create that product or start selling products, the universe doesn't have to deal with you. Money Making Conversations is an innovative platform that delivers financial literacy to help everyone with their brand success. It's good to have a money-making conversation with somebody that make money. <laughs> wow, money-making conversation. She's on the line. Yeah, everybody know I love food. Everybody know I love food. My next guest is an Iron Chef judge. She's a celebrity chef, Today Show contributor, restaurateur, cookbook author, proud wife, and a mom. That's a lot going on. Please welcome to Money Making Conversation, the founder of Prova Pizza Bar, Donatella Arpaia. Hello, hello. How you doing, Donatella? That's a beautiful name, by the way. That's, that's just, that's, oh, thank that, you. I'm just telling you, that, that name, you know, so, like my name's Rashawn. I think I got a pretty cool name. But Donatella. You do have a cool name. Donatella, though. <laughs> Donna, that, that's a name, boy. They got some money associated with that name. Success had to go with that name. Thank you. Well, growing up, I was yeah. Growing up, everyone made fun of me, but no one now. Now I'm laughing at them. Right? Come on now, because that name was associated with money. See, if I'd known you young, I, I would have told you, girl, you gonna make some money with that name. <laughs> that was people tell about Rashawn, Rashawn, Rashawn McDonald. Man, that name, you gonna make some money with that name? So, Donatella, <laughs> girl, I'll be in New York this weekend, Labor Day weekend. And you got this restaurant. Wow. We're going to talk about a lot. We're going to talk about a lot because I want to talk about that transition you made as a lawyer. Because, you know, I, yes. go, I go through these bios on Money Making Conversation. And I got you for two breaks, which I think is very fortunate because I know you're very busy. And I always talk about these transitional moments, how you live a balanced life. And, and, and you've done so many unique things with your life that I got to get the story out. But first, Rashawn McDonald is going to be, I'm arriving in uh, New York on uh, Sunday morning. So I got to go check in. You don't want to let you check in the hotel at 3 p.m., okay? So I'm going to throw my luggage to the to, to the bellman, and then noontime, I'm going to go get me some pizza. 
right. So Writing Grand Central. Let me yes. tell you, let me tell you something about Rashawn McDonald. I love hamburgers. Can't get enough of hamburgers. I, I mean, I cannot get enough of hamburger, and I cannot get enough of pizza. Lord right. have mercy. I just love me some pizza. <laughs> now, now I, I was happy about getting you on the show because your show, because the, you're an artisan when it comes. That's, that's a certain style of pizza yes, that you do, true. correct? This is, that's correct. This is, this is not your everyday pizza. Um, my father was born in Naples, which is the birthplace of pizza, and I studied with master chefs in Naples on how to make pizza, and I've created a very unique type of pizza with um, ancient grains, and we do a slow rise, so we let our dough rise over three days. So we use very, very little yeast, which makes a very light and digestible dough, and we use premium toppings, nothing with preservatives, fresh tomato sauce, fresh, the best mozzarella from Italy, Galbani. So we really take pride in in our pizza, and most importantly, it is delicious. That's key for me. How important does so, the brand of social media play in your personal life, in your professional life, and getting the word about out about your brand? How important is social media? Yeah, I mean, it's 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 very important. It's 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 how the young people communicate today, and we have to keep keep up with it. I started. I mean, how I got into food TV is because when I first opened my restaurant, I didn't know anyone. I had I didn't have a famous chef. I didn't have a marketing budget, and it was just all grassroots, and I had to get the word out. So I started on local TV, and then I always was big with technology, and I was one of the first people back then to use um, the open table system, Mm -hmm. uh, which is now everywhere, because I didn't think people were actually going to make reservations, but I wanted to, you know, if you came into my restaurant, it's all about personal service. If you have your favorite table and your favorite and your favorite meal, and if I make you feel like a million bucks when you come in, I know I'm, I'm going to get you and have a customer for life. So once social media hit, too, it's, it's so important. Everyone communicates through social media, uh, the good, the bad, and the ugly. You know, everyone thinks they're a food critic, too, and a lot of people don't know about food, and they come, and they, they criticize things that they don't know about. Um, but I, I, think it's, I think it's great. Uh, it's, it's the wave of the future. It's not going anywhere. It's how we communicate today. Now, um, it's, it's really so you interesting. Have to be on top of it. Absolutely. It's really interesting when I, I, I love who you are. I love the fact that you are a decision maker in your personal life, even though people are telling you you should do this. That's a mature decision that you made at 26 years of age. But now you have such a great balanced life. You're a wonderful husband. You're, you're a mother. How does that balanced life play a part in your life with all these yeah, businesses? Sure. I, I, I agree. You know, um, Money is not my god. It, it's um, money. I think it's important, but uh, balanced life is so important to me. And I actually, I'm breathing heavy because I'm pregnant with twins as we speak. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, I met my husband later in life. Uh, he's a he's a heart surgeon, but uh, it's it's really really important to choose that balance in your life. And if you if it's only work all the time, and for me, it was work for many, many years. But I still manage to work, but I've changed the definition. I used to have high-end dining restaurants, and I moved into upscale quick service because I wanted to scale and create a platform but still be, have time to be home with my family. So that mm. was a decision based on 
my personal life too, mm-hmm. because I want to. Yeah, you can't you can't mess up being a, a parent. You know, you can't you don't have a do over with that. So um, I wanted to I wanted to strike the balance, but I, I'm still a woman that needs to work and that's driven and creative, and I think that's important for my son to see as well. So I think it's yeah, you got to just got to keep that in mind constantly. Um, I'm, and I'm able to um, turn it on and off, be that business person and then turn and be the mom and, and try and you have to be just very highly organized, mm-hmm. efficient, and, and you know. Donatella, Donatella, you're about to go from, with twins, you got to go, about to go from mom to super mom now. You know that. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I can't believe it's happening. I'm still in shock. Well, I, I'm still in shock. Well, I think it happens because you know, first of all, God plays His His role in all this. Yeah, and you want it to sure. happen. You know, you 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 know, like yeah. you said, you can't do a do over, and and that's no. important that you said. Like I have a daughter; she's 21, and I know that you know when she calls me and said, "Dad, I love you. Dad, could you help me? Dad, can you, what about this?" That is so cool to me. I, when you when you get to that stage, you, you're gonna really appreciate. It's the best. It's the best. You know, it's the best that. You, you know, all you want in life is like your dad did for you. He just wanted your life to be better than his life. Okay? He was an immigrant. Yeah. Okay. And then you've done those things. You've done, you've exceeded his expectation. Even like you said, your son, his son or restaurant owner, when you were sitting down in this, this idea of this is what I want to do in my life came about. And so when I, when I think about all these things and I think the, the fact that you said, Rashawn, look, I was successful over here, but I, I didn't need the balance. So I went to a different style of restaurant. Of, of, of serving yes. serving the community in the food world because it fits your lifestyle yep. better, and that's what that's what the the restaurant in Graham Sister Station is. It fits your lifestyle better, but it's also amazing food and it's healthy food Absolutely. and it's good food. Because I want to Absolutely. let me just say something right quick too. When I since a lot of people run when they hear the word healthy, you know what I'm saying? No, 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 no. Great food no. done the right way. Yeah, you know that's right. Cheese the right way. You know the dough. You know, she lets it's it just, rise. When she, I say healthy, I'm saying like, for example, I'll give you an example, mozzarella. People don't realize Americans look for the whitest mozzarella out there. That means there's carcinogens in it. That's what it means. So when you, I'm, I'm talking about healthy just by getting the best product possible. There you go. Without chemicals, without additives, and knowing the difference. And, and so for me, I research and I use the best products, whether it's from Italy or New York, I give the people the best product, and they know it tastes better because it's not full of all that junk. It's not full of enemies and preservatives that are cheaper, and, and then you feel, like, gross afterwards. Okay, but this, go- honestly, it's delicious, this pizza. Just tell everybody where they can find it, and then I'm going to wrap it up with Rashawn McDonald style. Tell everybody down the town, um, y'all. Pay y'all. Pizza bar, throw a pizza bar on the lower-level concourse in the corner. It's right across from Magnolia Bakery. In Grand Central Terminal. Now, Rashawn McDonald will be there this Sunday, Labor Day weekend. And uh, you'll see an African-American man. Please don't come near him because his table will be full of food. Okay. <laughs> don't mess with me taking my picture, wanting to go, are you that, are you that baking guy? No, don't do that. Please don't do that because Rashawn McDonald's <laughs> eating. Rashawn McDonald going to have his meat lover's pizza because he'll be a square because she told me it comes in a square. And the meat gonna, and the sauce going to be to the edge because artisanal pizzas normally don't do that. But at Prova Pizza Bar, they do it like that. Then Rashawn going to tell the waitress for Julie, excuse me, uh, give me a stromboli. I want that to go. And then I want a cannoli for my dessert. And I'm going to get those meatballs because it's been recommended by the owner. 
That's what we do at Provo <laughs> Pizza Bar. First left, lower level, Grand Central Station. Rashawn will be there. And you can be there every day. Donatella, congratulations on your twins. Congratulations on your life. Appreciate you calling my show. Thank you so much, Rashawn. Take care. You're a winner. Wow, money-making conversation. Keep winning, everybody. Rashawn McDonald. Woo! When I was an FBI agent, I was aware of home title fraud. There was little we could do to stop it. Now there's home title lock. This online bank was foreclosing on us. They even had documents that I signed for a home equity loan, only I didn't. What a nightmare. I didn't have home title lock then, but you bet I have it now. Your home's title is online where international thieves can find it. They'll forge your title, take out loans using your equity, or sell your home outright. Identity theft programs and insurance don't protect you. For just pennies a day, Home Title Lock protects my most valuable asset, my home. As a police officer, I've seen what home title fraud does to victims. So I registered for Home Title Lock, and when I did, I discovered some thief had already taken me off my home's title. Thank God I found out in time. Register now for a free analysis and discover if your home's title has been compromised. That's a $60 value free. Visit HomeTitleLock.com. HomeTitleLock.com. This is Rashawn McDonald, host of Money Making Conversation. You say to yourself, who calls Rashawn's show? Please welcome the Money Making Conversation, Boris Kojo. Man, did you see that journey shaping itself like that? You know, you never know what God will bless you with. One thing that I can say that's been a consistent in my life was that I've always had faith and that I've always been ready. Mm-hmm. So whatever opportunity presented itself to me, I was able to take advantage. Whether it was a scholarship uh, that I got to play tennis at VCU or a modeling contract, I was always ready to take advantage. Every Monday, you can hear me live on Money Making Conversation from 10 a.m. to noon on Biz 1190. Now is the chance to use reliable energy to grow your money with the Dominion Energy Reliability Investment. Our new investment product offers competitive returns, no maintenance fees, and flexible online access to your money. Make the reliable investment in reliable energy. The Dominion Energy Reliability Investment. To find out more, go online to reliabilityinvestment.com. That's reliabilityinvestment.com.